I don't know about you, but my email and my offers have been mobbed with people wanting to teach me how to sell high ticket offers to my audience. And so I thought today it might be kind of fun to talk about some of the positives and negatives of both so that you could make a really informed decision about are you going to have low ticket or high ticket offers and which one's better and why. So let's talk about it today. Let's go. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. Welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we are in episode 106. And before I start talking about the pros and cons of high ticket and low ticket offers, I want to tell you about what is going on this week because there's two kind of cool things that I don't want you to miss. The first one is that I'm doing the Kajabi Kickstart beta training and coaching for nine weeks for only $100, gang. Like, this is a steal of a deal for us to get to work together. So I hope you will come over to CourseCreatorsHQ.com slash Kajabi Kickstart and sign up so that we can work on getting you going and... It, like this is the best price you will ever see to get to work with me and I may not offer this again we will see how it goes and and probably not at this price so just a heads up uh, on that and then the second thing is Kajabi kicked off their best pricing ever that they do it's their three months for $99 and the concept is that you get 90 days to get set up, you spend $99, and then by the end of that 90 days, you are up and running to cover the cost of Kajabi. And so that's what I'm going to be helping you with if you want to jump into Kajabi Kickstart. But if you don't want to do that, you might want to jump on this $99 special for Kajabi just to check it out. See if you like it. See what you think. Um, it's always good to understand how some of the other tools work because... I personally think it has one of the best student experiences in the way that it's set up. So on to today's show. But if you are interested in those, check the show notes or go to coursecreatorshq.com slash 106. I'd love to have you and get to work with you. And if you've ever had an inkling of wanting to work together, this is the best price that you will see for that. <laughs> All right. So today's episode came from actually my email box and I will tell you I have been mobbed with offers of people claiming to teach me how to sell high ticket coaching, high ticket courses, high ticket offers and that their system is the best one in order for me to do that. And so before we get into it on which one you should be doing, first let me give you a few parameters around what I'm talking about from a pricing perspective. So for me, low ticket offers are those ones that are between $27 and $97. And it could even include something like a membership, a site where you um, pay, you know, $47, $67 a month, that kind of thing. And the big thing for me on low ticket is it has this, what I like to call plunk down factor. And by that, I mean people will plunk down their credit card to buy it 
without having to do a lot of contemplating and considering and talking to their spouse and digging up, um, you know, how am I going to pay for this? Like, it's just, let me plunk down my credit card. This looks interesting. So high ticket, on the other hand, is things that I consider a thousand dollars and up. Sometimes high ticket for other people is higher than that, but that's just kind of the cutoff for me, a thousand dollars and up. So it might be things where you have a course with group coaching or VIP days or some kind of high ticket sort of offer. And then there are offers in the middle of those two, but I'm not really talking about those today. Today, I just really want to focus on the high and the low and some of the different considerations that you should have as you're figuring out your pricing. And then the next thing I want to say is I will tell you there are people that are successful with all of these different models. Some people that only do low ticket and they are very successful at it. And some people that only do high ticket and they are very successful at it. So I'll do an episode in the future where I share some of the names of some of the people so that you could follow up with them. But today is more about how you can make this decision around what it is you should be offering and just kind of what you want to do for your business. One of our best secrets to being business owners is we get to pick, we get to decide. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I'm sure you've seen are super low offers. These are like the under $20 things. Not really talking about those today either. If you've heard my story in the past about my $14.95 ebook, it's a whole different level of complicated when you're trying to sell under $20 offers and make a decent income at it. So not really talking about that either. We're talking about the $27.97 and then over $1,000. Okay, so some of the things I want you to think about. The first one is... You have to be 200% confident in the price that you are offering, whatever it is that you're offering. So when you're putting together your offers, think about what number am I going to be so excited about that I know it is the best possible thing for the people that I'm working with. And I will tell you this Kajabi kickstart with as much effort and as much time as I'm putting into it and that we will get to work together. I am a thousand percent confident that you will get a hundred dollars worth of value (laughs) out of jumping into that. So that's how I want you to be for your offers. I want you to be so confident in the price that you're offering that it's a no brainer from your perspective. Then the second thing to think about is the ease of selling, whichever you're selling. So, you know, if you're going to do a higher ticket offer in general, it's not across the board, but in general, high ticket offers require a little bit more of a high touch with your audience. So you may need to get on sales calls. At some point, you may need a sales team. You may need to um, connect more with your audience. Like they are not going to stumble across you on a Facebook ad and drop two grand to work with you just from a Facebook ad. That just really doesn't happen. There's more steps in the process of how they get to know you and how you talk to them and share what you're offering. So that's one of the things that you want to think about is how do I want to sell? 
So sometimes, you know, I'm not in the mood to do some big elaborate setup and sales process. I will just put together a quick sales page and offer a $47 report and see how it does and see how it takes off, how my audience likes it. Do they sign up? So the other thing though that I want to talk to you about is not as many people as you would think jump in just at lower prices. I used to think, oh, it's just the price that's keeping them from signing up. And if I lower the price, then I'll get a whole bunch more people signing up. And there is a little of that, but not as much as you would think. You know, you still have to um, do some of the sales and convince them that it's a good thing to buy. Plus, when people really want something, when they think that it is the best step for them, they find the cash to make it happen. So just keep that in mind, the ease of selling and how that could fit in with should you do one or the other. The third one is... How do you want to sell? And we kind of touched on this a little bit. You know, do you want to send out an email offer to a link to a page and people sign up and that's all you have to do? Or do you want to do those sales calls? Do you want to do more of a five-day challenge where people are connecting with you every day and you're working with them directly? Like, how is it you like to sell to people? And you may not know at the beginning. You may have to try a few and see what you like and what you don't like. But that's one piece of the puzzle. Number four is I really want you to think about your expenses and your profitability around the pricing that you do. So if you want a little bit more around your revenue model and figuring out what price point, specifically from a numbers perspective, you might want to go listen to episode 33, and I'll put the link in the show notes. It was about different revenue models and thinking about your pricing from that perspective. But there's a few things that I really want you to have in mind when you're pulling this together, and that's the expenses that you're going to have to cover as a business owner. There's things like taxes and paying for your staff and your team. There's buying tools and hosting everything that you need in order to offer a good experience. And then you definitely want your salary in there. And hopefully at the end of the day, there's still some profit left. (laughs) So all of those things need to go into the big picture of how you're thinking about your pricing and how much you want to sell at different price points. So we talked about this a little bit more too in episode 91, which was around mass during your money. So just throwing those out. Uh, They'll be in the show notes if you want to dig into this a little bit more. But really think about what are my expenses? What is my profitability going to be? Play with some numbers in a spreadsheet just to see if I'm offering low ticket or I'm offering high ticket. And how's this all going to play out? Okay, number five, when you are doing high ticket and you offer payment plans, is are you good with chasing payment plans? (laughs) And what I mean by this is there will probably be some level of your buyers that default on their payments and you have to decide how much of your energy and your time or your staff's energy and time is going to be around chasing them for their new credit card number and getting the new payments up and running. And then 
you know, whenever somebody defaults, are you taking them out of the Facebook group? Are you taking them out of the training and removing them and then adding them back when they sign up again? Like that's a whole process and you just have to decide how much you want to handle those specific situations. Okay, number six, and this is an important one, is think about your audience. And I had a coach once that described this as, which of the ponds are you fishing in? So are you fishing in ponds and places with people who are using their extra income to purchase from you? Or is it part of their regular, let's say, business expenses that they need to hire you in order to build their business? Knowing that can also help you decide how easily it will be to sell. Another piece of it is like, where are they on their journey? So just as an example with course creators, you know, if they're at the beginning where they haven't set any of this up yet, this is all going to be investment for them. And so are they willing to invest? And am I looking and talking to people who are at that place where they're really to invest in their course creation and getting set up? So whether or not, if you're helping them from a business perspective, are they making money or not yet? That could also be something you want to consider because, you know, maybe you want to work with someone who's further on down the line and they have more spendable income to invest in you. It's a little different when you're dealing more with like personal kind of issues say family, you know, being a better parent, improving your health. Those are a little different than when you're working with folks who are building a business because their motivation is different for signing up. So just know kind of where your audience is at, who you're trying to reach and what level they're at. And then number seven is something that I think we don't want to run our entire businesses around this, but I do think it's something to think about. And that's where's the economy headed and how much extra money do people have floating around? So in one of my mastermind groups, I've noticed some of the seven and eight figure folks who sell a lot of high ticket courses, they're actually dropping their prices down. So instead of selling a $2,000 course, they're going to be doing it at $1,000. And I'm not quite sure how I feel about this because in general, I don't like dropping prices without changing the offer. If, if you want to do that, you need to change the offer and here's why. It makes the people who signed up at the $2,000 level feel a little bit like they got gypped because what do you mean? You're offering the same thing now for half of what I spent, especially if it's recent. I think if it was in the past and things have changed, you know, it, it's a little easier to do that. But I have noticed some of that going on um, with the current situation and the way the media is talking about we could be headed into a recession. So just something to think about and one more factor to kind of throw into this whole low ticket, high ticket decision making. So which one is better? Like which one should you do? Should you do low ticket or should you do high ticket? And my answer honestly 
on the one hand is I want you to decide what you think is best for you. But on the other hand, I also want to suggest that it might be a good idea to have both, especially at the beginning of your business, to have some low ticket offers and to also have some high ticket offers. And here's why. I really like it when you have low ticket offers so that you can introduce yourself to your audience. Give them a chance to invest a little bit with you, plunk down that credit card and see what it's like to work with you. And then it's definitely easier when that's a good experience to sell those higher ticket offers. So have both and then play with it and see how it goes for you. See which ones work better. Have those high ticket offers because it makes your life so much easier to cover expenses, to expand, to spend money on team and spend money on advertising and getting in front of your audience. Like I think you need those in the long term to really be successful and profitable, but throw in a few of the others too, just so you've got some uh, ways for people to get to know you at that lower price offer. So that's kind of my take on it. The best part is as the business owner, you get to decide. So I hope this episode gave you a few things to think about, a few things to put in your back pocket when you're thinking about your pricing and planning out what price point to offer your different courses at and different coaching and different offers. So thanks for being here. I hope it was uh, useful for you. If so, please share somewhere, share it in a Facebook group or share it with your friends, share it with your colleagues or with your mastermind groups. If you enjoyed any of these episodes, I really, really appreciate you spreading the word about the Course Creators HQ podcast. It's uh, one of the best ways that you can help us reach new audiences and get in front of more people. That's really my goal is to help as many people as possible. So thanks so much. You can tell them about episode 106. And if you want to get some of the links that I mentioned for either the Kajabi kickstart or the three months at $99 um, or those other two episodes of the podcast, go to coursecreatorshq.com slash 106. And I will have all of these links in the show notes for you. Thanks for being here. Have a fantastic week and we will chat again next week. Take care.